Hello, my name is Tom Atkins, President and CEO of Mammoth Resources, and um, I'm here chatting with uh, Crooks Investors. Um, Mammoth is on the TSXV, symbol MTH. We have a high sulfidation gold silver project in the Sierra Madre of Mexico, and we're in the process of drilling. Uh, we're testing a large four kilometer, oh my goodness, it's thousands of soil samples, hundreds of chip samples, channel samples, and 26 prior drill holes. And we've embarked on a phase three drill program, testing this large uh, four kilometer trend, various target zones within that, and have just begun to um, issue some, uh, some results from that program. Tom, oh, great. Um, good to have you with us. Uh, yes. your, your mobile phone signal, or your internet signal is a little bit uh, ropey. Where are you now? I'm in Mexico right now, actually. So uh, apologies on that. <laughs> a little bit of a scheduling, but anyway, uh, hopefully we can uh, we can carry on. Well, hopefully the, the the connection will hold up. Mind you, it's not uh, not that much better where I am in in the UK. So fingers crossed for the connection. Um, so Mammoth Resources, um, you've just published some um, the first batch of drill results from your um, drilling program. Um, could you just give Kind of give an overview of, of um, how that drill program came up, you know, what you're testing. Because in the summer, you said you're going to be testing target areas one to five. And remind me, if you just reported on target area one, is that right? And just kind of put things in context for me, that'd be great. Yeah, so we're, we're um, the first holes were announced in the Canaritos area. This is in the eastern portion of the trend. Uh, we had three prior drill holes in this area covering an area, like a large area, two kilometers by about a kilometer and a half. So, I mean, very sporadic drilling. And we'd had some pretty good results there, including a over 100 meter interval, uh, grading about 0.6 gram per ton gold, of which there were, you know, 50 meters of, of you know, near a gram. Um, so we're following up on that, and we drilled four drill holes, three of which hit uh, potentially economic rates of mineralization over tens of meters. I mean, the longest was 43 and a half meters of about 0.6 gold equivalent. We do silver um, to gold on a 75 to 1 ratio, so you know about that kind of rate. Um, you can see in the press release. But um, yeah, so we had some good results, and these were pretty major step-outs. Like, we're not doing like 25-meter step-outs. I mean, the closest was 63 meters. The furthest was 200 meters from this prior drilling. So we're testing large uh, target zones that exist from, like I say, thousands of soil geochemical samples, 700 chip samples, um, and, 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 and I guess uh, yeah, about 150 meters of channel samples, plus the geophysics, IP mag geophysics. So We've got um, gets a good set of data, and we see some pretty compelling targets. And we've had some success in these areas. We've had some good success in these areas from our prior drilling. Tom, what do you what do you consider? I mean, when you um, set out the drill program for the Canalita zone, what were you hoping to hit? You know, what what what's What's the style of mineralization that you're looking for here? Is it um, structurally controlled? Is it disseminated? Uh, uh, what are your kind of your grade widths that you would const constitute as success in your mind if you had hit it? And where did, um, where did your results come relative to that? Yeah, um, look, it, it's early days. Uh, in these types of systems, you have a number of styles of mineralization. You can get stratigraphic replacement by hydrothermal fluids. So this, these are hydrothermal fluids. 
just remember just for the layperson, hydro and thermal. Hydro is it's, it's gases, um, like you know, heated water, acidic water, and thermal is the heated. And that, and so the gold is contained within these acid solutions that are coming up from deeper in the earth in the volcanic system uh, or intrusive system. And so these systems, they come up through structure, they replace favorable stratigraphies. Um, and so we see all of that type of memorization. We see a stratigraphic replacement, we see breaches, we see it along structures. So, I mean, again, let's put it in context. There's been 26 prior drill holes. We see mineralization in all of these settings and that we're still trying to figure out um, what's going to be dominant. And it's important to point out, look at, we have some mineralization in structural controls, higher grade stuff in the feeders. We're going to have stratigraphic that might be more modest grades. So Kailaritos is a big area, again, two kilometers by a kilometer and a half. And we're seeing various styles of mineralization there. As far as success, anything that's potentially equitable, over tens of meters as we got like 43 meters of almost 0.6, um, that's economical. And I just want to put economical in context as well, Merlin. Look, at, I was CEO of Castle Gold back in 2008-9. And it rolled at around $900 to $1,100 an ounce gold. We were mining 0.47 at that time in an open pit heat beach setting. And so for us to get 43 meters of 0.57 gold equivalent, um, you know, look at those are economical grades. And I mentioned in my press release, this is comparable to what Agnico Eagle is mining in India in the Sierra Madre in a high sulfidation system. So these are good results. And Castle Gold that went on into, um, yeah, I mean, got sold, but the, the, the um, Argonaut and that, that is that the behind, is that Go Gold or is it um, Minera Alamos who's kind of gone on from that team? It's Mineral Mineral Alamos are the are the team from from yep the, the team that I worked with that um, that's right yep and and so that's Darren Koenig and uh, Doug Ramshaw and they're they're also targeting some low grade stuff I, I call it low grade exactly um, well modest grade let's say look at modest yeah. grade in an open pit heat heat setting and you know you don't need um, you don't need high grades I mean certainly look at we have high grades and it adds to the overall you know, grade of the deposit. I mean, one thing about, you know, I remember we would always talk about this uh, at Castle Gold is um, open pit, you know, low cost, bulk tonnage, heap leach. Heap leach is their, their averaging machines because you're putting a bunch of rock on a big pile and it takes a period of time to, um, to leach out. So, you know, what you put on a month ago is still leaching and then you're averaging that out with stuff that you put on, you know, Every every dump truck that you dumped from that you know that month or two months or three months ago um, up to present, and so you have this big averaging machine and that and uh, so you know you really have to look at the average grade and that and you know to kind of look at something and say okay these guys got you know thirty five or twenty five or forty five meters of this grade um, look it's all part of the it's all part of the grades I mean we've had other higher grade intervals it's all going to average out and um, we're we're just happy to hit tens of meters of potentially economically and that's what we've been able to do so that's great the, the market gave it a bit of a shrug didn't it, it was it was it was a bit ho-hum um because uh, of the four holes you released one had a good intersection two had kind of some mineralization and one one didn't is that right um one missed and the others were, were varied yeah actually if you don't mind I'll, I'll yeah yeah let's let's bring it up let's bring it up here. and that then we can see 
So this is, um, I just want, I'm just using this to illustrate the trend here. So these are, these are all, these are kilometer grid spacings here. And this is gold in soil. So you can see, look, it has up to six grams, 6.3 grams of gold in dirt, like in soil. So some very high grade um, over this trend. So big trend. Um, this is a, a map that shows four kilometers. These are now half kilometer grid spacings. And this is layering everything. So the base layer here, the pink, blue, greenish, this is the mag. And what's interesting about here in Canaritos in, in particular is a low mag, which is the bluish tone that we see here, blue, green, that's indicative of low mag, which means the destruction of magnetic minerals by active hydrothermal systems. So these areas are really attractive, in particular in this area of Canaritos. And then, um, and, and again, this is a four kilometer trend. You can see the different target zones that we have based on geophysics, soils, and other. And this is zooming in on Canaritos where we did our drilling and that, and again, half kilometer section. So you can see about a kilometer and a half wide by about two kilometers um, north south. And you can see um, the spacing of the holes here. So these are pretty significant step outs. Like this 1001 from 07, that's, that's over 200 meter step outs. So we're not doing like 25 meter step outs. We're doing big step outs, testing large areas. We can come back in and do the infill on it, but we want to show the potential to make extensive uh, extensive zones right now. Okay. So, and then you can see the grades here. So we talked about that. So there's the 37 and a half of 0.53. There's 43.5 of almost 0.6 and 19 and a half of 0.63, of which there were some larger, or sorry, some higher grade intervals over, you know, some decent widths in there as well. So, so, so can you see my maths on the screen or is it just yours that you can see? Uh, unfortunately, I can't see yours. I'm sorry, Berlin. Okay, I, okay. No, that's fine. That's fine. So, so, let's, um, <laughs> so you hit, so if you go to the um, first hole, 2101. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, that hit 37 and a half meters and a half. at 0. 0. 0.53. Yep. Then you came yep. across, and between um, 1706 and 1707, there was no mineralization yes. there. Yeah. Yeah, a bit of a look at a surprise to us. Um, it was only about a 63, well, it was a 63 meter step out from 06. What we believe that there's been some fault in there. So it's the, the, the block has been has been down faulted and displaced. So we were surprised to have missed that. But um, you know, that, that's still what we're trying to learn about the system and that. So did you did you hit the same kind of alteration? Did you hit the same veining? Did you hit the same geology? You know, that's quite a close um. I mean, how can you tell that it's faulted? Is it just the absence of mineralization or are there some stratigraphic markers that you can some use? Some stratigraphic markers as well, yeah. So we had some stuff on surface, but then we quickly lost that. And um, and so, you know, the belief is, look at, like, when you, there, there is a lot of faulting in the area. And um, and I can't say that we figured it all out at this point in time. I mean, look, at we have two, we had two drill, two drill holes in there previously. Um, so, um, so that's our, that's our supposition at this point in time, um, as we just missed it because of, uh, of potentially a fault. And, um, the, am I right in thinking that there's no structure mark, marks on this? Um, you, you, I mean, there's a pronounced trend, isn't there, come southeast to northwest, and you've, you've more or less drilled across it north-south, and that's fine. And you picked up good grades in, well, good, good thicknesses in holes three and four, um, What's what's next? Are you gonna what's that middle line? That middle line's got some nice soil, soil geochemistry on it. Are you gonna be drill testing yeah. that? 
Well, well, Merlin, here's what we want. Here's what we want to do in the program. We're calling it sort of a scout program. Yeah. And so with this larger, you know, four kilometer trend, I'm going to go back to this. So this, we're, so our drilling was in this area here. So we drilled, we drilled down here and we drilled up here. These, these two zones are separated by half a kilometer right now. So whether they're parallel zones or they're connected or part of a whole larger, you know, um, volcanic dome, which is what's potentially being indicated by the low mag and that it's, it's, it's magnetic destruction by hydrothermal activity and, uh, through the mag. So if, so, you know, we're really intrigued by this whole area, which is, you know, of significant size, but we have to do the work. But what we're doing Merlin is, is we're, we're doing three or four drill holes in an area and then we're moving to another area and we await the results in that. So right now we're drilling in the central Masopati area and then we'll be also drilling in Moreno over in this area here. And then we're going to come back to Candidatos because we want to wait for the results, see what kind of results we get, and then return and do some follow-up drilling based on the knowledge we gained from that. Because I got to put this in perspective. I mean, this is a big area. And right now, with the four holes that we drilled and the three, we've only got seven holes in a two-kilometer by one-and-a-half-kilometer area. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm, I, I completely get that. What I can't see on this map, though, because this is a geophysics map and a, and a, and a geochemistry map, I can't I just, just from here, I can't see the geology. So I don't, I can't see whether that southwestern area is related or how it's related geologically to that central portion. Um, yeah. And that's, that's, it's, not a, it's not a criticism, it's just an observation that I, I don't know what the geology is there. At the right, moment. right. Yeah. And, and look, as far as geology, and I apologize for that, um, as far as geology, you know, what these tend to be is it's, it's um, argilla and silica altered volcanics um, up to being brecciated um, throughout the whole area. I mean, the outcrop coverage is probably in the vicinity of, um, of um, is in the vicinity of, I don't know, maybe 10 to 15%. And we see that type of, um, of geology throughout. Uh, look at as far as, you know, beyond what we see on surface, what carries on at depth, and we don't know until we drill it. No, but, I mean, but so just on the targeting, um, because um, we, we always, you know, when we're in exploration, you use every bit of data that's available. So exactly. you use the, you use yep. the geophysics, you use the geochemistry, you use the soils, yep. the rock chips, yep. the, the, the drill holes. Um, so my question is, uh, I guess, uh, how much of a handle do you have on the geology? And are you driven in your targeting by a little bit of influence from the geology, but more by the chemistry and the um, physical, um, to physical response. You know, what, what, roughly, you know, how much of an input is the geology? That's a good question. Look at, um, you know, it's funny in in, in looking at our targeting because you know we we go through a very thorough process putting all the data together, and, and I, you know, I just want to preface that comment with some, you know, in illustration. I mean, we did three D modeling working with um, the geophysicists incorporating all of the data. And so really we incorporate all of the data. Look at from, from, the, from the surface geology standpoint to see our, you know, highly argillic alteration, brecciation, uh, you know, look at that, and buggy silica, high sulfidation systems, buggy silica, all of those are compelling, compelling targets. To be able to layer on top of that, good soil geochem, good rock chip samples, you know, that, I mean, look at, we get samples up to 73 damper ton gold. I don't even like using those values, quite frankly, because I don't really think they mean anything, but, you know, just to put it in context and that, because um, you can always grab a good sample. 
and that. But, but you know, we've got some, some good samples. But beyond that, even, you know, because we recognize that bias of sampling is we cut channels and we've got meters creating over the you know, 1.2 grams, 1.3 grams thing. And we keep asking ourselves, you know, what shows best? Um, and do you have any structure? I mean, because structure and mineralization often go hand in hand, as you know. Um, do you have fault controls? Do you have kind of, can you use satellite imagery? Can you use aerial photographs? Have you done a LIDAR? I mean, probably not because the LIDAR is too expensive, but, you know, have you got uh, an ability to map structure from surface or maybe use the, the, the magnetics? Do the magnetics help with structure? I mean, have you got a kind of a structural map for the, for the, the areas? So and, and so, look, yeah, so we, we both see structure in outcrop and that. Um, there's structure inferred in the geophysics, um, and that's really the, the, the resistivity and, and, um, and, and, um, and, com- and chargeability in that because, of course, um, you, know, we, like, you know, we might see a resistive. Like, here's an interesting thing about the geophysics. Um, so we're doing IP. We're looking at resistivity. And that an interesting, challenging part about the resistivity is where we have, you know, a good oxidized layer on surface and you've had, you know, feldspars altered to clays. Well, those clays are, are actually not resistive now. They're potentially conducting. And so, you know, the, the, the IP, you, you almost have to look at resistivity at a little bit greater depth and, and sort of recognize that it's continuing to surface and that. So look at, you know, look at, there isn't a single geophysics that's a silver bullet. It's, it's interpretation. And coming to your thing on a structure is it's using all of the tools and, and, and interpretations from that. Like, I, you know, Look, if this was easy, you know, look, everyone would be drilling stuff all the time and every single drill hole would hit. And, but what I think is really impressive is the number of drill holes that we put in big 200 meter step outs and we're hitting mineralization. And that, and I think that shows um, and helps illustrate that this is a pretty prolific system. I mean, look at prolific because it's over four to six kilometers. I mean, that in itself, you know, illustrates it's, it has to have been a pretty robust system and that, that we've been fortunate enough in our targeting to do pretty significant step outs in, in big areas and hit in three or four drill holes, you know, as a first phase, I think shows, you know, that we're doing the right thing. <laughs> I mean, you know, the one thing we can't do is we can put all these pieces together, but what we can't do is no grade. Like nothing, <laughs> nothing that we have is going to show us grade at depth other than drilling. So, um, so, let's say that you and I are sitting around the table, we're going to plan the drilling. You've already got some drilling in, um, in progress. Um, and we want to give the market the best results possible that we can just to kind of, just to show that this system's got the legs, it's got the juice, it's got everything that is needed to make this kind of an economic proposition. Um, <clears throat> can you pull up that slide again uh, of, the, of the bigger area with all the target areas on it? Yep. Just, and, uh, um, and if you could just, uh, so you're, you're drilling TA3A now, TA2 you? right now. TA2 so, right now. Okay, so, so how many more holes? Have you but we've moved TA2? over to this area. So yes, we've moved over to this area now. Yeah. Okay, so, so, so you're drilling TA3A, target area 3A mm-hmm. now. What, what's, yep. um, what's, the, what's the target there? What, what's, what's, what, what are you looking for there? Well, we'll look at from past drilling, there's a couple of things is there are some structures that are going in a, in a north 
um, northwesterly, uh, south um, uh, east or yeah, south southeast direction. And that, so you can see some historical workings up here, uh, some artisanal workings. Um, but we also have this larger trend here. So what we're doing right now is we're, we're testing all that. We're actually stepping out over in this area here. Um, we're also, also drilling up here into the north. Um, so we're going to be testing a few areas along here. And, you know, again, we look at, like, you know, for example, up in this, this working here, there's a structural component to that. It's an artisanal working. There's been some decent grades. You see the soils here. Um, this is over half a gram. These larger circles are over half a gram in soil. Uh, you can see some good soils over here as well. So we're testing this trend and we're testing these, these potential north, north, uh, south structures as well. Holes into TA3A. TA3A. Yeah, uh, in, in, in general, look at the, the ones there in red, the TDH holes, that's from a, pre a predecessor, the first drilling ever done in the project. And they yeah. drill 15 holes. Now, I mean, 15 holes from, and I don't have on the top of my head, but 15 holes from probably about eight, 10, um, 10 locations. Sometimes they're drilling to the north. Sometimes they're drilling to the south. So they no, really no, no, no. Sorry, so my question is, how many holes are you planning to drill into that? Oh, so we're going to do. I think we're doing three to four in this area right now. Again, the same sort of thing, three to four, and move to another area. So then we'll move over to to the Moreno area over here. Okay, and you, and again, will you be doing Moreno, and then we'll be back at Canaditas again. And will you do another three to four holes at El Moreno? Yes, that's the intent. Yep. And, and, and what are they, about 200 meter holes, 150 meter holes? Yeah, yeah, because we're, we're generally drilling at about minus 55, minus 60-ish um, of uh, inclination. So, you know, we're going anywhere from, look, at sometimes they might be 100 up to 200, generally speaking, yeah. Okay, and um, you're drilling TA3A at the moment, is that right? Correct. And then you're going to put some holes into TA1 into that structural, the, yep. where those, those pits are. Um and you've got, one, you've got one rig going at the moment. So when, when do you expect kind of results from that middle section? Yeah, look, at that's, that's a bit of a wild card. I mean, um, you want to know, but people, people ask, say, oh, what's the timing at the labs? Like, the timing at the labs is when the last samples went in and whoever has the queue in front of us and when they said yeah. their samples. Right? Like, I just really don't know that. I, I, I well, can't. I mean, give, give me a timeline that you're confident it will be. I mean, is it going to be Q2 or is it going to be Q3? Oh, no, no, no. It'll be in Q1. I mean, we'll have some results. Okay. In there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Q1. I mean, possibly um, before the end of the year, but probably more likely, I think, towards the you know, end of the year. <laughs> Look, I'm not going to release results on December 23rd. No. Or even worse, it's the, it's, it's the week between New Year and Christmas. Exactly. Christmas and New Year. Exactly. Uh, that's, that's, a, that's a desert. Exactly. And, then, and then, so uh, early in the year, next year, you'll be drilling El Moreno. And again, three or four holes... And the, um, the, you, you sounded in the, in the news release in the summer, that sounded if that was quite um, uh, of, of quite high interest. It was open to the West, I think it was. Um. Well, look, it's open, it's open both to the West and East. And that, so just, I don't know if you can still see the slide here or, or yeah. if you can out on the slide, but, but this whole area over here, um, this TA3B, because you know, there's TA3 there, it's B. This whole area here, I mean, there's nothing over there that's been drilled. And again, you know, you can see some mag low there. The, crass, the cross hatching is a combination of, and this is at 50 meters depth, is a combination of 
of attractive resistivity and, um, and chargeability. And if you go to our website under the project section, you'll see some animation, um, a 3D animation going, going across the whole project, um, going from the east to the west and going from the south to the north. So you can see these anomalous areas. So there's a really attractive area over here and you can see the soils as well. And, um, and then over here in Moreno as well. You know, and, and, and that's open as well. I mean, look at look at what we have over in this area. This is the limit of the IP mag, um, the, 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 or sorry, the IP. The mag continues further to the to the west, but you know it's pretty robust here right at that limit, and so that's open as well. But I mean, look at we've got four kilometers just between the geophysics, between the the IP mag geophysics and that. So it's wonderful that it's still open, but like right now our focus is. Um, trying to get a sense of what opportunities exist within the four kilometers, which is huge in and of itself. I mean, if you look at this footprint and that, I mean, just to put context, you know, um, I mean, and anybody can do this calculation. Just go down 120 meters, take a modest grade and that, and ask yourself how many, ask yourself how many or what percentage of that large area needs to be mineralized at even a modest 0 0.6, 0 0.5 gram per ton gold to get a million ounces. And you're probably looking at, I don't know, half of 1%, um, something of that size. So, you know, I mean, it's a big area. Um, a lot of these things, and it's not like there's gonna be consistent mineralization. There are likely gonna be pockets and areas along the trend where resources can be built up. But the fact is over that four kilometers by, you know, two and a half or so kilometers, you need probably like, I don't know, half 1%. To be mineralized, and you're gonna have a million ounces of gold. Like it's, you know, we just do the back of the envelope. It doesn't. Uh, you can see pretty quickly, you know, what's required. Um, I, I, I hear you, and I know that, and I know that exploration requires persistence and um, perseverance. Um, <clears throat> um, you've certainly demonstrated that over the years. Um, uh, <laughs> um, <Yes. so> the, <laughs> I think we can um, talk a lot about that. You know, that's a yeah, podcast, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. I know. I mean, it's it's, it's been tough, oh, tough yards, tough yards. It's been a tough ten years. Um, but um, you've got so you're going to come back and so you're going to drill Moreno. You're going to drill TA three. You're going to come back drill the middle bit of um, 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 Canarito uh, around that kind of the, where that that middle section where that where that gap is. That's, so in total, from the first hole in Canarito through to the last hole in Canarito, what's your drill budget in terms of meters? Well, look, I th I th what we'd like to do in this program is we're, is we're aiming for probably 20 to 25 drill holes. And let's evaluate along the way where we sit as far as then going further and continuing. So let's suppose we're fortunate enough to kind of get similar intervals. Um, and, and, you know, I mean... You know, I, I would guess in Canavitos, for example, you know, whether it's that central zone or the zone further to the, 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 the east, let's suppose we end up with, I don't know, I'm going to throw out a number, say there's 10 drill holes in that area and that, and we're hitting on three or four of the 10. So we're, you know, we're hitting, we hit eight of seven or eight of the 10. Um, clearly, lots of opportunity to follow up and that. And so when we get all of those results, you know, we'll look and say, okay, what's the next phase? What are we going to do next? Where are the opportunities? And we go from there. So you've, you've got enough money to drill 5,000 meters in total. Yeah, I think we're probably in that ballpark. Yep. Okay, good. And um, well, so much of it hinges on the, on, the, on the work that comes out. And um, Exactly. Um, well, like any exploration project. I mean, look, we're no different yeah. than 
project, right? I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a phase of exploration and, and we, we see what comes from this phase, evaluate it, and you know, get, we, we present it to the market and say, guys, you want to keep going? It's up to you guys. Our, our, our job is to you know, apply the data to do the best we can to try to hit intervals that create a compelling story of, of future potential. And, um, and, and the market's, uh, market's going to decide, right? And, and, and if we've got support, then we, we continue to finance, we continue to grow. I mean, I think um, in, this, in this part of Mexico, what you're really looking for is a heat leach target that can be taken out in an open pit with not too onerous strip ratios, clean metallurgy, and really, the, the, I think the critical aspect of that is getting that bulking up of those tons because if you're on narrow structures, it just, A, the pit draws down too quickly, B, you've got to go along too far along the strike. So you're really looking for those widths. It's, yeah, I, I think so, so much of the success of the next six months in this company will be um, contingent on the results and where you get those decent widths of um, plus five and Merlin, let me put that in context. You know, I talked about chip samples and, and our sampling right now. I mean, look, at this is further down the press release when we read the QA, QC stuff. It's, we're not sampling anything less than a meter and a half. We didn't do it in our chip sampling, and we're not doing that. I'm not interested in 20 centimeter or 40 centimeter interval at grade seven gram per ton gold because it doesn't matter in the pit. All of our samples are a meter and a half up to four meters. And that, I mean, the four meter ones are because we're getting a tough ground and the core's broken up. And so we're, you know, we don't feel confident enough dividing at a meter and a half. But those are the kind of intervals we're sampling because we're looking at it from an open pit perspective. There's lots of surface mineralization. I mean, we're going to start open pit on this thing. So, um, so that's, that's how we sample. That's how we conduct the exploration. And, and we're looking at, you know, decent intervals. Um, with decent, potentially economic grades. And that's, uh, and that's what we're seeing so far. Um, you know, I want to I illustrate as well, we're not, like, like we're doing significant step-outs because we're looking at the potential of building bulk tons in that. We've got mineralization on surface. Generally speaking, we're targeting anywhere from surface down to around 100, 120 meters depth. And that, again, because that's, you know, probably going to be your starter pitch shell. So those are the those are the things that we're doing, um, and that I'm not gonna like I said I don't care like we're not sampling you know oh here's a nice little veinlet let's let's take a twenty or thirty meter centimeter sample and see if we can get a high grade it's not gonna matter just you know so that's not what we're doing. Do you think in gram meters? Do you think we need to get fifty meters at half a gram? Do you think um, you know, to give you the twenty five gram meters is that something that you think about? Do you aim for hundred gram meters or you know what? What, what, what for you constitutes success? Is it 20 gram meters? Um, yeah. where, where are you on that? Yeah, look, at, I look at tens of meters, you know, I mean, we just don't have the density. Like, I'll just give you an example. I mean, you know, when we took over, when the asset was taken over at, at Castle Gold, Delta Steel, it had been owned previously by Hemel Gold. And, you know, so whatever phases of exploration they went through to arrive at their resource model, you know, they started drilling at a, at a consistent spacing to define the open pit. And that in the area to the south of that defined resource, I mean, I remember scraping off a little bit of money because, you know, gold had crashed after 2008. We just scraped a little bit of money off of it. And we invested 200 grand and we drilled this area to the south. 
So in the pit, we could see where the structures were going. Um, we had sporadic drilling to the south, but we didn't have the density where, where you could create a resource. So the objective was look at where we're seeing the controls, look at the spacing and selectively pop some holes in there with the 20 grand we have to see if we can bring it into a resource. We did that and we increased the resource by 50% on the 200 grand program. And that's what attracted, that was part of what attracted Argonaut and, and took the company out. So, I mean, you have to look at it in that context. For us right now, we're doing sizable step outs. I mean, that whole number, um, number one, that was a 200 meter step out, 200 meter step out. And that's, so, so we see mineralization at surface, we're seeing uh, mineralization in, in certain holes. And we're not doing like 25 or 15 inch step ups. We're looking at, you know, do we, are, can we illustrate the potential to create a, a, a bulk resource? Well, Tom, thank you very much. Um, I wish you every luck with the exploration. My goodness, exploration is, is a challenging game. Uh, you've got some great territory there. You've got some great um, uh, signals. You've got the geochemistry, the geophysics. Um, and good luck with the drilling. Let's see how it goes. I hope to get you well, back thanks, on um, in a few months when you're um, saying you've got this and this. Exactly. And this. We start to put some of these other pieces together. No, absolutely. Yeah. And it, good questions. I mean, it, it's it's good, and I hope it's give it helped to give some context to what we're doing because um, you know you can only say so much in a press release. It's good to have the opportunity to do some illustrations and to um, and to I think to put in, into perspective what it is we're trying to achieve and and you know how we view success and, and what we're seeing. So I appreciate appreciate that opportunity. Not at all. Thank you very much. Great. Thank you. Take care. Have a nice day. You too.